Rolling, 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 rolling. How's everybody doing? Gonna fire one up and be right with you. After my dog knocks my notes off the couch. Debbie Gibson from uh, uh, from my child lost in your eyes. I was trying to find a song about crazy eyes in honor of Crazy Eyes Cortez AOC, but that song popped into my head, and I said, "Well." Why not use it for uh, my introduction and uh, music coming in and out of my breaks? <laughs> so thank, that song, I, I promise you, if the Lord ever curses some woman with me as a husband, that will be the song we dance to at our wedding. Because people always told me there's something about my eyes and it's not craziness like AOC. We'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> but uh, this caught my attention and uh, I'll post these uh, stories on in, on uh, Twitter, pardon me, and Getter at the real underscore Big John where you can follow me. Uh Business Insider, this, this newspaper, or whatever it is, uh, I picked it up a few times when I was looking for leads uh, in, in my uh, insurance business, and it used to be about business. Now it's a, a propagating left-wing political propaganda. Propaganda! Uh, but this says... I'm just going to read the headline. I don't need to read the horse shit article. DeSantis is a very, quote, dangerous individual, end quote, because he has already absorbed, well, pardon me, he has, 
quote, already absorbed all the lessons of Trump, end quote, but doesn't have any of the baggage, an expert on fascism argues. If you're so full of shit that you think Ron DeSantis, who is a governor of the freest state in the union right now, maybe next to Texas, and Ohio's governor is doing pretty good, but Texas and Florida are so full of freedom that AOC and Democrats that insisted other people mask up and lock down vacationed in Florida, Florida, when they were telling other people, oh, you're below us, you, you peasantry, you stay in your little cubby holes, you mask up and you lock down while we vacation in Florida. Give me a break. Do they even know what fascism is? Uh, apparently fascism is protecting children from Disney pedo land. It's protecting children from stuffing dollars in drag queens bras. I shit you not. Look that up for yourself. Uh, you know, and the, the Florida don't say gay bill is everything except that. It says that teachers in K through third grade aren't supposed to be teaching kids about sexuality and gender and things of that nature. K through third grade. The bill does not ever, ever, ever mention don't say gay. Anyhow, so DeSantis, yeah, a lot of Republicans are Starting to jump off the Trump bandwagon. I heard Alex Jones say it the other day. Uh, well, Jones was never a Republican. He's a, a populist. Uh, Blair White, she's not a Republican either. She's a populist. But some people are jumping off of the Trump bandwagon and starting to say, well, you know, I like DeSantis better because he has less baggage. Uh, DeSantis will fight tooth and nail with fake news media. He will fight them tooth and nail, just like Trumpy, baby. Uh, I'm still a Trumper. Until Trump says he's not going to run, or until he says he's going to pick DeSantis as a vice president, or whatever, I'm going to stay on Trump. So, I, when the first Republican debate took place, like way more than a year out from the, the first primary, I think. Or at least it was like, it was in August. And it was probably like 2019. So it was way before the Republican primaries started, even the early ones. Uh, there was something in the air about Trump. And I was starting to like this guy. And, but right up until about September or October... Yeah, maybe August. Maybe it was August of 2020. I wasn't totally sold. I thought maybe he was trying to throw this election for Hillary because they had a storied history together. But the more I see of him and saw of him, the more I realized there's a movement taking place here. 
Now, DeSantis isn't going to have that kind of movement, but he will get our base out to the polls uh, if we if uh, he ran in 2024. <laughs> 2024, uh, he would get the base out there. Uh, he would get the Trump support. He would get support from Donald Trump. Trump's supporters would support DeSantis. I would support DeSantis. But I don't know what they've got going. Actually, you know that would they wouldn't be able to run as a ticket together. I just realized this. Uh, remember when Dick W. Cheney ran with George W. Bush? Uh, Cheney had to change his address from Texas back to Wyoming because if two Texans ran. Uh, as president and vice president, Texas's uh, electoral votes wouldn't have counted. So maybe Trump and DeSantis can't run together. That just struck me. Because they both live in Florida. Trump would have to switch back to a New York address, maybe, and do it soon. Wow, I didn't think about that. So just now. But anyways... Yeah, DeSantis is a, a good alternative to Trump, but he promises he will not run against Trump in a primary. And I think we need four more years of Trump. But what's the worst thing that happens if DeSantis would run and become president? World peace would break out because people would take America seriously again. Uh, the price of gasoline would come down. Uh, the economy would be stable. We would have prosperity and less uh, draconian lockdowns, fewer draconian lockdowns should there be another virus or pandemic. <laughs> Gosh forbid any of that shit happen. The January 6th thing, speaking of sort of of Trump, before January 6th, Proud Boys leader Enrique, Enrique Tario. Boy, there's a white supremacist name if I ever heard one. Enrique Tario, who I believe was born in Cuba, or and his family came here when he was very small. Uh, anyhow, Proud Boys leader Enrique Tario was given plans to occupy congressional buildings and Supreme Court a week before January 6th. Who's this? Wait a minute, I gotta watch this video real quick. No, I don't, because it's gonna take... Man, drive time makes it easier to buy a car. All you right. can pretty much do it all yourself. Forget it. Time. I gotta pre um, I shouldn't have clicked on that video. Um, I was trying to figure out who the, the anchor was sitting at the news desk, because she looked familiar. So, in the week leading up to the January 6th Capitol assault, Proud Boy leader, Proud Boys leader Enrique Tarrio received damn autoplay videos nine a nine-page memo titled "1776 Returns" that laid out detailed plans to occupy. Uh, 
no office buildings to protest the counting of the Electoral College from 2020. The memo, which was filed as part of a supreme uh, recent motion made by one of T uh, Tario's co-defendants, outlined a goal, maintain control over a select few but crucial buildings in the D.C. area for a set period of time, presenting our demands in unity. We must show our politicians we the people are in charge, the memo said. Targeted buildings allegedly included uh, three Senate and House office buildings, the Supreme Court, and CNN. Uh, <laughs> at least egg the doorway, according to the file. <laughs> at, least, at least throw eggs at their doorway. That'll teach them. <laughs> this shit is, is so ridiculous. The stuff they're trying to pin on the, the rioters, which that's bad enough. And all trying to bring it back on Donald Trump. I thought the way they built this, this headline sounded like the memo came from Trump himself. Where did the memo come from? Did it come from the CIA, the FBI, the provocateurs that the that uh, Ted Cruz, pardon me, grilled uh, the FBI assistant director to the something director? He was grilling her the other day, and she could not answer any of these questions. Were there FBI agents involved in the planning of January 6th? Were there FBI provocateurs present during January 6th? Did any FBI agents participate in the riot at the Capitol? Uh, he asked her if she knew who, uh, I can't remember his name now, but there was a, a man caught on video uh, the night of January 5th who has ties to the FBI uh, telling Trumpers to storm the Capitol on the 6th. And the Trumpers actually said, no, no, FBI, 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 and called this guy out on being an FBI provocateur. So the last in all this uh, Trump relational type stuff, uh, South Carolina congressman, Rep. Tom Rice lose. I have a friend named Tom Rice, oddly enough, my best friend's dad, actually. Uh, not no no relation, not the same guy. Anyways, Tom Rice loses South Carolina primary, becomes first House Republican who voted to impeach Trump to lose re-election bid. I believe he's the first of ten that got the axe, the whack. The, got clobbered by Trump baby in the uh, primaries. I know there are a few other uh, never Trumpers or uh, pretty much Trump supported and endorsed candidates are running the gamut right now. They're they're cleaning house. Uh, let's see what this says. Uh, from mynbc5.com, posted on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. After I'm done making this video and podcast, 
U.S. Rep. Tom Rice of South Carolina has been ousted from Congress by his Republican, uh, in his pardon, Republican primary after voting to impeach Donald Trump over the January 6th fake insurrection. He is the first in the House, uh, first, uh, pardon me, let me read this over again. He is the first of the 10 House Republicans who voted to impeach Trump to lose his bid. Rice, a five-term congressman, was defeated Tuesday by uh, State Representative Russell Fry, who was endorsed by Trump. Rice was a strong Trump supporter of his policies in Washington, but said he was left no choice but to impeach Trump after his failure to calm the mob that violently sought to stop the certification of Joe Biden's victory. What was Trump supposed to do? Can somebody explain that one to me? What was Trump supposed to do during this insurrection? He sent out tweets, told people to settle down. Uh, Liz Bo Cheney and others pointed out that, well, you know, Trump did you know say some things later on in the day uh, that weren't weren't very calming to the mob. The mob, at that point or at any point, one were not watching television. All the TV networks are going. Well, why isn't Trump on our network telling these people to stop? Uh, because they're at the Capitol building, not watching television. So he used social media because everybody has it in their hand or in their pocket or on their belt or in their ear or up there. Yeah, anyway. So, um, anyway, what was Trump supposed to do aside from put himself in harm's way and physically go down there and stop these people, which the CIA, or not the CIA, the Secret Service would have never allowed what about the, the days before, the weeks before the 2020 election when Trump and the first family had to be rushed to a safe room, at bunk, a bunker or something, uh, in the bowels of the White House? You know, there's another headline I saw where it said, Pres a picture of the Pence family huddled together in a corner while the evil MAGA... Republicans, the ultra MAGA party, stormed the Capitol and tried to murder every. Yeah, yeah, they stormed the Capitol with no weapons. Okay, anyways, there was a picture supposedly presented to this January 6th committee, this farce, fake committee, that showed the Pence family uh, hiding in a shelter, uh, a bomb shelter or some safe room away from the rioters. Now, I feel bad that the Pence family had to be uh, taken to a safe room and those measures had to be taken. And I condemn the riot. But what was Trump supposed to do? The only thing he could have done was gone person to person to each idiot rioter and said, stop. 
Trump tried to call in National Guardsmen. Other law enforcement agencies asked Nancy Pelosi, will you please allow the Sergeant at Arms of the House to call the National Guard for backup before any of this has a chance to take place? And Nancy Pelosi, who is in charge of the Sergeant of Arms at the House of Representatives, refused to let the National Guard supplement the Capitol Police and the Washington, D.C. Police. The blame lays at Pelosi's feet. If she would have secured those grounds, those sacred, hallowed grounds, before the riot, <coughs> when the FBI, probably through their provocateurs, had evidence that there might be problems that day, she could have listened to all the warnings, she could have listened to Donald Trump himself, and allowed the National Guard to be called up and secured those grounds before anything could take place. But she didn't. And I think it's because the Democrats wanted this to happen. They wanted a riot so they could put more blame at Donald Trump's feet with their friends in the media and they could try to ensure, ensure, not ensure the drink, ensure that even if they were caught in their little skiggity scam sham election, that Trump would not be able to be president again. And that's what the January 6th committee is. That's what the second impeachment hearing was about. The impeachment hearing that took place when he wasn't even president anymore. Few workers ship fire. Let's break, reunite on the other side of this, and talk some more about Supreme Court and Crazy Eyes AOC. Congress has voted to send a bill to Joseph Biden to boost security around Supreme Court justices. Uh, the House vote happens a week after an armed California man was arrested near the home of Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, this is all leading up to the possibility of the overturning of Roe v. Wade. The case that may overturn Roe v. Wade uh, is... Hold on, i got to arrange some things here. Uh, Dobbs v. Jackson, Women's Health Organization. That's the ruling that would overturn the laws uh, of... Ro well, the Supreme Court decision of Roe v. Wade. Uh, Biden was on Jimmy Kimmel Live lying about this as well. But uh, they didn't bring up the assassination attempt on uh, Brett Kavanaugh, but he and Kimmel did 
you know, talk about, uh, it's now called reproductive rights. Nice, nice way of saying pro-abortion. Uh, you know, Biden said things like, you know, they would take away a woman's right to choose, you know. And he did, he fumbled his words. He said, "May maybe not here, he said maybe the state of California. He meant maybe not in California, but whatever. Uh, you know, Biden said, you know, these states can make laws that women can't travel across the border to get an abortion. Those laws would be overturned in a heartbeat. <laughs> Funny enough, some of those bills are called the heartbeat bills. But, you know, they're just lying and lying, and they're agging on their radical left-wing crazies. Um... And I think they're trying to cause assassination attempts on these justices. Yes, I believe the Democrat Party is that sick. I believe Joe Biden is that sick. I believe Nancy Pelosi is that evil. There have been many decisions by the Supreme Court that Republicans, conservatives, uh, right-wingers, whatever you want to call us, neocons, the religious right. There have been a lot of decisions that we have disagreed with in the Supreme Court. There's, to my knowledge, there's never been a Republican, a right-winger, a neocon, religious right, tea-bagger, tea-partier, tea-leaf, trumper, ultra-maga. We have never tried to assassinate a Supreme Court justice. They are lying that we were the ones leading the charge on January 6th and trying to murder AOC and others at the uh, Capitol when she wasn't even anywhere near harm's way. The lying story that she told on Instagram was from when there was a bomb threat and a Capitol police officer came to rescue her from a bomb threat. Furthermore, just one last shot, AOC, at you. Not the last shot, but close. Um, maybe she does shots. Maybe that's why her eyes are so bug-eyed sometimes. Anyhow, so at quarter of one, okay, on January 6th, she should have been in the House chambers she says that she was at her desk looking at menus of food to order lunch for her staff after a long three days of hard work. <laughs> That's right. Congress returned to work on January 3rd. The riot occurred on January 6th. And she was in a safe place before the riot even started. But at 12.45, when she should have been getting ready to listen to arguments and vote on the um, electoral college, she says she was in her office ordering lunch. Anyways, that's not the point. The left-wing radicals, so they, they, the left-wing, the, the Democrat Party, the socialists, the real fascists of this country... They, so far, have 
burned cities to the ground in protest of uh, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, uh, the overdose of George Floyd in police custody, the Antifa maniacs are allowed free reign, uh, I believe it's in Portland or Seattle, where the, the crooked Democrat mayor up, mayors up there have told the police not to stop Antifa's violent rioting, to not stop Antifa from trying to murder gay Asian journalists like Andy No. And now we have the radical left-wingers attempting assassinations on Supreme Court justices. How far will the Democrats on the left wing go in this country? They, they have literally gone farther to destroy people, kill people, than they accuse the Republicans of going, than they accuse the religious right of, than they accuse the Tea Party of. What At Tea Party rallies, we had black people on our stage speaking out against Barack Obama's policies. We never burned a city. We never tried to kill anyone. You look at the Black Lives Matter Antifa riots of 2020, people were murdered, lives were destroyed, businesses were burnt to the ground. People's livelihoods were destroyed. People's lives were literally destroyed by left-wing, radical, Democrat, socialist, Antifa, fascists. The anti-fascist, that's what Antifa stands for, they're the real fascist people. Wake the foul up. So... A young lady, lovely Mexican born young lady whose family came to this nation legally flipped a blue seat red. Flipped a blue seat red. Yes. A highly, heavily Latino, Hispanic, uh, Mexican. <laughs> Uh, the kind of people, the kind of Mexicans who, they didn't cross the border, the border crossed them. Their ancestors go back to Texas, back when Texas was Mexico. Uh, but this, this Myra Flores, uh, her family came over here legally. Uh, she's the first Mexican-born woman to win a congressional seat in the United States. God bless her. God bless America. God bless Texas. Yeehaw, this is awesome. The thing of it is, Latin Americans, Spanish American, you know what I called them? I didn't call them Hispanic. I didn't call them Latin. I certainly did not call them Latinx, Latinx, as AOC wants everyone to get on the bandwagon and call them. No. When I was hanging out in Southwest Texas with the the cool Mexican kids. Do you know what they like to be called? They like to be called Mexican. Because that's what their heritage was. A lot of them were Mexican mixed with uh, Southwest Native American, Southwest Indian, Southwest Native American, whatever. They weren't Native Americans and they weren't Indians at the time. They were just, 
people that migrated over to the United States from Asia. But anyhow, uh, some of the Mexican uh, folks mingled and intermarried with, uh, I don't even know what I'm supposed to say anymore. The first indigenous tribes, the tribes of the South, there we go. We'll just say Southwest tribes. So a lot of the Mexican kids I hung out with, they had uh, a little bit of Southwest tribal in them and uh, a lot of Mexican Spanish heritage in them. But anyways, don't know how I got off on that. Good job Myra Flores flipping this seat. Now, <laughs> as Myra Flores does something good for the Spanish community, AOC continues to drag them down. <laughs> it's not, I don't think she's dragging down the Spanish community. I still, I love and respect Spanish people. And they're a very conservative population. Uh, a lot of them are Catholic because obviously Spain uh, was a Catholic nation. Uh, but a lot of them hold high religious values all of the ones that I well pardon me quite a few of the ones I hung out with when they would drive past the, the Catholic church they would make the sign of the cross you know say a Hail Mary as they passed the Catholic church I've never seen Protestants do that don't even see white Catholics do that but anyways Spanish people, Latin people, Latino, Hispanic, when whatever <coughs> nationality they hail from, whether it's Puerto Rican, uh, Spaniard, Mexican, they're not digging this Latinx, Latinx, Latinx term. I can't even say it like AOC says it. She speaks an entire sentence, and the one word she says with a Spanish accent is Latinx. <laughs> Just like she doesn't say anything with a Spanish accent other than her name. Well, and Latinx, or Latinx. By the way, I didn't know it was Latinx until I heard her say it. I thought they were literally going for Latin X. And I didn't even know why they were saying that. But I guess it's um, a non-gender pronoun for Latino, Latina, Hispanic folks. And I was going to try and play a clip of her mini rant, as she called it. But it actually reads better than she explains it verbally. So, from thehill.com, uh, link will be on my getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Rep Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, or Sandy Cortez, is criticizing members of her own party who, who have argued using gender neutral language to describe members of the Hispanic American community is bad for the party's brand. And here I go with another pop-up thing.
Let's see what this. Give and take where, you know, well, this person's viewpoint is harassing, but, you know, this person discussing the same thing is not. That's what this law is trying to get at, to treat all comers equally. But you can still ban entire... Okay. It had nothing to do with the article. Why did that video pop up and start playing? So, quote, I also have a mini rant about this because there are some politicians, including Democratic politicians, that rail against the term Latinx. And they're like, this is so bad. This is so bad for the party. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, she literally says blah, blah, blah. 30, 30 or 31 years old using, quote, blah, blah, blah. At least I say blah, blah, woof, woof, quoting the great Jimi Hendrix at Woodstock when I want to say blah, blah. Anyhow, uh, she goes on, and it's almost like it hasn't struck some of these folks that another person's identity is not about your re-election prospects, Ocasio-Cortez said during a video message posted to her Instagram account. Uh, this was part of a bigger, longer rant, and I also was not going to sit through an hour or so of her babbling incoherently to get to this clip, and I wasn't going to lift it from Steven Crowder's show where I initially saw this uh, uh, rant of AOC but she goes on to say quote gender fluid language is fluid and I think right now we are using the ter the E term as gender neutral in order to be as inclusive as possible don't have to make drama over it I don't know what the quote E end quote term is. But anyways, some Democrats have been using more gender neutral language in reaching out to Hispanic voters. Multiple pollsters and political observers have noted in recent months. A recent political poll conducted among Hispanic voters found 40% indicating the term Latin Latinx bothers or offends them to some degree. So Hispanic or Latin or Spaniard, Mexican, Puerto Rican voters of Spanish heritage <laughs> don't like the damn word Latinx. They're a proud culture. They want to be known as Latina or Latino. They want their gender pronouns, damn it. They don't want, they're, they're not going to have AOC and five white liberals and Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar force their values on them. <laughs> uh, and 30% said they were would be less likely to vote or pardon me, to support a politician or organization that uses the term. So it's basically saying 70% don't like the term Latin, Latinx 
pardon me, I'm trying to get away from saying Latin X like Joe Biden. <laughs> in March, or pardon me, in a March uh, guest essay in the New York Times, Republican political consultant and co-founder of the Lincoln Pedo Project, well, never mind, screw Mike uh, Man Madrin. I hadn't read this article just now. I'm not going to quote anything from the Lincoln Pedo Project. Even if they maybe agree with me on something. They're pedos and they're pervs and I don't like them. Lincoln Project pricks. Anyways, uh, I saw on Crowder that... Some 90% of... 97, pardon me, percent of... (laughs) Latin voters don't like the term Latinx, or 97% of Latin people, I think he, it actually said. Uh, but I'll stick with this 40 and 30%. I think it's a... a I, I like this better. I'm not sure how Crowder got his 97%. Because uh, I was kind of half sleepy when I was watching it this morning. But uh, Alexandria, representative... Representative Ocasio-Cortez, as you demand to be called, you cannot force political correct language on people, period, point blank. Even if you are of Hispanic, Spanish, Puerto Rican, Spaniard, Mexican heritage. Uh, She does claim to be, or she is, of uh, descendants of people that came to the mainland United States from Puerto Rico. Uh, I'm not sure if her mom and dad were immigrants or her parents or her grandparents were, but it doesn't matter. She's Spanish, but even she doesn't have the right to force down the throats of other Spanish people what their gender neutral pronouns should be. Oh. <sighs> And let's try not to get a Supreme Court justice killed, please. Please. Because that'll let Biden appoint another ultra-liberal to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court. Anyways, God bless y'all. Pray for one another. Take us home, Debbie Gibson.
Yeah.